Drummond here with Allie Alborigo, SchoolOwnerTalk.com. Good morning, Allie. Good to be with you today. Good morning, Dwayne. Good to be with you as well. I definitely, uh, again, starting off our Monday, and, and it's a busy Monday for me because I have my black belt club tonight at my uh, East Islip location, and I'm teaching a seminar on uh, sword uh, training, uh, the beacon jitsu and actual uh, sword uh, fighting. Nice. Very yeah. nice. Yeah. Did yeah. you have a good uh, good Thanksgiving and everything? I did. I, I had my, uh, because I'm a vegan, I had a turkey. To, uh, well, tofu turkey kind of dish Wellington. You know how they, you know, like the chefs make beef Wellington. I'm sure you've had it, right? They have that outside mm-hmm. crust inside. Well, I've had one with uh, fake, uh, you know, meat. So it was a tofu, tofurkey or whatever they call it. I had that. It was good. Very nice. Yeah, we uh, we we always do my parents for lunch and then my um, uh, in-laws for dinner. So of course I ate and ate and ate. So. I think yeah, I, that's, not that you want to hear this, but I think I lost about 10 pounds after I went to the bathroom. So, I, <laughs> yeah. it's, uh, it's funny, though, that, uh, you know, I had so many people text me going, like, um, send me photos or post photos what you eat this Thanksgiving. And, uh, you know, people are interested probably to just make themselves feel better because they had that good, delicious-looking turkey on their plate, you know. And um, I think I sent you, I had a picture of uh, someone sent me a photo of, uh, like, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, but they were turkeys instead. So it was the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turkeys, and it was a cool little picture. Um, so I had posted that. Everyone got a kick out of it. I thought they, you know, that was pretty cute. But, uh, yeah, it was Yeah, I thought that was neat. Yeah, I just worked worked out a little, did some yoga, built some websites, you know, uh, hung out, watched, caught up on a lot of TV, relaxed, that kind of thing. So it was pretty fun. Pretty relaxing, I should say. Not so much fun, but relaxing. Yeah, we had five days off. We were closed Wednesday all the way through Sunday. And um, I, we, I had some a crew come in and do some painting at the studio, so it's all fresh and looking nice and uh, just ready to start back up. I know today what we're going to do is uh, – continue on part two with our infrastructure call and I just wanted to recap real quick for the listeners that maybe didn't hear it uh, you need to go back and listen to it because part one of infrastructure we talked about um, your floor and how important it is to have your curriculum all the way to a um, class planner ranking um, you know uh, you know the belt rankings and, and how important that is and then also some rules with regards to, you know, your students being able to test. And so make sure that you go back and listen to part one of uh, infrastructure at schoolownertalk.com, and you always can, you know, go to iTunes and download it as well. But I know today we're going to be on part two of our infrastructure, and we're going to basically kind of talk about the path, uh, meaning uh, the roadway to getting them to actually sign up and then, you know, move on to, um, you know, beyond sign up. So, uh, how how important is the and I, I I'm going to chime in too, but for you, how important do you believe the info call is? You know, when they come in, do you have a phone script? Not have a phone script? That type of stuff. Well, we we do, and we have a complete procedures manual. Um, and I believe that in my next level program and the relaunch of the next level program online, um, we break down uh, that that procedures manual in chapters. And here's the thing, I. I design, mostly I design everything, including my online program, to train my team. I realized I needed some way to train them when I wasn't there, um, rather than me being there for every time and doing a meeting and then following up and not having anything written. I started to write out every one of my procedures, and then I basically put it in this training manual, which um, I sold it in uh, Australia. It was like 
years ago, and it was like flying off the shelves. I'm glad I bought a lot of bought a lot of them with me. I couldn't keep them out. Every time I put it out, someone would come by and buy them, um, and uh, because they didn't have those systems in the area at the time. Um, anyway, so I have everything in in a procedures manual, and I have every script. You know, I, in fact, uh, just like you, literally, if they do this, this is what they do. If they do that, this is what they do, etc. Yeah, and I think, you know, for infrastructure, um, with regards to the, the part two, th this is probably one of the most important things to begin with is the, uh, is the info call. Now, we're not going to go over specifics of the call, you know, like uh, what our, exactly our phone script is, but obviously you need to have some sort of introduction into your phone script, um, moving into gathering information about the prospect or suspect, however you want to call them, and then, you know, getting to some sort of closing to get an appointment. And um, I will tell you that in there, I think one of the most important things that I've ever put into um, my phone script is asking the question, uh, now, uh, do you know where we're located? And to have them come back and say, oh, yeah, well, I know where you're located. Uh, and then I always, you know, come back and say, well, then you know that we're uh, behind Homestar Bank off of North Street in Bradley. And right. I would say probably 50% of them will say, oh, you're not the school on, you know, X Street. And then we'll say, no, uh, that, that's not us. We're actually right off of uh, Homestar Bank, you know, uh, you know, or right off of North Street behind Homestar Bank in Bradley. And then, of course, then we go through, do you know where North Street is? And, and I have a whole script uh, on actually giving them directions on, you know, whichever way. Because I have two main um, roads that hook up to North Street. One is Route 50, one is uh, 45 and uh, Route 45, and so I have actual directions on, you know, you're to ask them, do they know where North Street is, and they say yes, then, you know, uh, do you, would you, to get to North Street, would you be coming from Route 50 or Kennedy Drive, and then I have, I, I have the, uh, uh, the script written out, but the reason that's obviously so important, because if 50% of those people think that you're another school, you're sending those people via their, or during their appointments to this other school. Right. And I can't tell you before I put that in, um, you know, and it's simple, but before I put that in, how many people we are probably was sending to, um, you know, one of my competitors that's on the main drag because we're off the beaten path. Uh, yeah. And that's why, you know, my, my rent is, is, is lower probably than the, the commercial rent because I'm not in a commercial zoning. I'm in uh, industrial zoning. Right, and then that's funny because I, um, I've, I've had that happen in the opposite to me where people have walked through the door and said, I'm here for an appointment, and then I'm like, okay, what's your name? And we couldn't find him in our book, and, and you know, then we look at it and we say, oh, okay, uh, well, just fill this out. And then we realize later on that they were actually there yes. for, uh, going to another school, and we've signed them up. So it is an important thing to make sure that they know. Um, that's part of our process where we call them the day before and we call them the day of to make sure that we remind them of where we are. You know, in my situation, you've been to my headquarters school, I have a very small parking arrangement. So there's about 18 total spots, you know, in there. So it's always packed, always crowded. So we let people know that, you know, hey, listen, um, you know, we uh, – we definitely are going to have a busy parking lot. Don't get frustrated. We don't mind if you park right on the street in front or if you come later, go to the side of our building where, you know, uh, the auto place is closed. They don't mind us using their spot, blah, blah, blah. So um, Right, so yeah. and that's important to have in there. I mean, that's where, you know, one of our uh, mutual clients, uh, he's got parking in the back 
Uh, he's not right. the main drag, but all the parking's in the back. And, you know, uh, we had suggested that uh, he put in his phone script to let them know that, you know, there's no parking in the front and that there's actually parking in the back and then they need to walk through this way to get in and yada, yada, yada. So those small little detail things inside of your phone script are huge. Um, right. So obviously we start with the phone script. That's part of the infrastructure. Um how do we want to move forward with the next piece? I know for me, you know, uh, like the next thing for me is, well, you know, once we get that info call, um, you know, we, for me, I use Outlook for appointments. And so right. my calendar is Outlook. And, of course, we put their information into Outlook, and I have it uh, uh, color coordinated. So if it's a first trial, you know, in the in Outlook, you can put the subject in. So we'll put the the kid's name, and then we'll put the parent's name and phone number in there. We put their age. And then in the location, I actually put in, uh, you know, first, uh, uh, first, info or first trial, I think first trial class is what it says. And then you can categorize things with different colors. And so I have, uh, I believe it's green for, you know, my, my CT, my children's traditional. It's purple if it's LN, my little ninjas. It's, if it's my, um, adult traditional or my teen traditional, I have a different color. I can't even tell you what the color is, but it's labeled. And so that way on my calendar, I can look and see, you know, different colors that are on there. Um, and then, of course, they're, they're put in there. From there, from, for, and this is a very intricate system. I don't have time to go over it. Uh, it's, it is also in our policy and procedures manual as well. But we take that and we put it into what we call our inbox. And from our inbox, um, that, you know, the, that's where the process is going to happen from there where, uh, my, for like for me, it's my head instructor who takes that, uh, telephone inquiry sheet because for us, that telephone inquiry sheet follows them all the way up to sign up. Meaning right. that I have the, the, uh, on one side of the telephone inquiry sheet, meaning, um, on the left hand side, it's the bulk of it, it's, it's, it's three fourths of the page on the left hand side, um, uh, on the front and back page is the information, you know, that we're gathering, asking questions, the phone script. On the right-hand side of, you know, so a quarter of the uh, of the page on the right-hand side, whether it's the front or the back uh, back side, is, out, you know, like office use. That's where we're checkmarking things to make sure that things are done, meaning that, you know, we put their first class and their trial date, uh, you know, there and the time that they're coming in. But we also have stats and statistics that are happening from that point too. So, you know, we take it out of the inbox, we put it in our statistics. Um, we, those get checkmarked to show that they were actually, the stats were done on that person um, for us as a prospect. And then it gets put into our appointment binder. And then when they come in for their appointment, of course, it's in the appointment binder. It's taken out uh, so that we can follow the next things. You know, some of the next things is we got to make sure that they're uh, they sign a uh, what we call a student application form. So for them to, it's basically a liability waiver, but it's, it it uh, allows them to do their whatever their trial is, whether it's a two free weeks or a free month or what have you. Um, and, and then we are going to make a time card. We're going to take the picture. We're going to give them a uniform, write their name on their uniform. All those have little tick marks uh, to check off, so that we make sure that, that it gets done. Uh, every single time on every single person. Um, am I getting too intricate, or do you want me to keep going? Well, I, I, you are giving a lot of detail, and, and I think that <laughs> okay. I'm not sure, I, you know, and I love it, though. I, I, I'm not sure, though, if um, at one point, I think way back when we did a, a call, 
um, and we went over. And I had given my what I call my trial class call, uh, you know, uh, process. And I think we put it up online, um, but pictorial, it was like a pictorial view of, or, you know, just a graphics with squares and boxes leading to what and, you know, where they go. And, um, yeah, I think so. Uh, yeah, maybe we could repost that. And basically, like, for example, um, everything that you said is on here, and then we do it together. I, what I, I do like is that you're automated, but you also do a hard copy. Um, and that goes back to us, you know, calling the person the day before. Um, calling them the day of to remind them. Because believe it or not, you know, people get the jitters. You know, they're like, oh, I can't wait. I'm so excited. I'm going to go to this ninja school. And, you know, they set up an appointment. That's all good because it's behind the phone. They're they're really tough and strong and, you know, confident. And then all of a sudden, the day that they have to come in, a lot of them just chicken out. That's where parents are funny. The kid wants to go. And then the kid goes, no, nah, I don't want to do it anymore. Their parents don't realize that the kid really does want to do it. They're just nervous about taking that first step. So the parent goes, okay, well, you don't want to do it, I'm not going to spend the money, and then they don't bother. So this is why this call before and the call the day of is like, hey, we're looking forward to having you come in, reminder, et cetera, et cetera. But anyway, in, in my trial class breakdown, you know, it basically we have it, I have it set up where it says one column, set up an appointment, uh, verify the call the day before and the day of. If they show up, this is what you do. If they don't show up, this is what they do. If they sign up, this is what we do. And exactly what you have, which we have on our contract, we have a little corner box that has um, a little line where you could write the date that things were done. So if someone joins, we have to enter them into our billing company, Member Solutions. We have to make up an attendance card. We have to give them our Welcome to the Family package. We give them a free DVD for their first two level. So that's all on that tick box, which is awesome. I mean, both of us, you and I, are doing it exactly the same, pretty much. Um, using maybe a different system or a different look, but we're doing the same process. So maybe we could put that up there and show people. Yeah, and, you know, I think the next thing to talk about is that, um, you know, when they come in, we're giving them – so, they, you know, we've got the phone call, we got the appointment. We're following up, making sure that they know where we are and also um, the time of the reminding of their appointment. When they come in, we're both giving them some sort of welcome-to-the-family type pack information – about the school, um, and then for us, we're setting up a follow-up date to sit down and obviously see if they're interested to sign them up, and I'm sure you're doing the same thing, although I think we might do it a little bit different. Um, are you guys you guys trying to, I mean, are you signing them up or, you know, doing the, the, the first meeting right after the, their first class and trying to sign them up, or do you do that a little bit later? No, we do do that right after their first class or during their class. We're actually sitting down going all over our programs with the parent if it's a kid who's on the floor. Um, and then we'll try to uh, enroll them right then and there. Um, and uh, at that point, we want to make sure that, you know, they're serious, they like our prices. And then if they don't want to sign up, that's fine with us as well. That's when we would then, re, you know, set up a second class or get them into our three-class special 1999 with a free uniform and, and so on and so forth. Gotcha. Okay. And for us, um, you know, let's say it's a two-week free trial, you know, we give them the welcome to the family pack. We set up a follow-up meeting during their third class. So they're going to come in for their third class. They'll do end up doing two classes while they're in their third class. They'll sit down with the parent and go over the program. Um, but what's maybe a little bit different is, you know, for us, after their first trial class, that very next day, we're sending them an eight-page, basically an eight-page sales letter that goes over the whole program with them in total um, right. and has the prices in it. So if done correctly, we've not given even the prices up until that point. 
I would say, you know, probably 60, 65% of the time that's the case. Another, you know, 30 or, you know, 45 or 40% of the time um, they get the prices out of us before that, you know, and that's just how it is. So um, by the time we sit down for our, our follow-up meeting, you know, if they read everything, the only question they should have is, you know, how do the payments work? <laughs> you know, like right. uh, how are you taking it out? You know, that type of thing. Right. Yeah. If you've done your job, they're asking you, how do we enroll, right? Ultimately, um, the old sales mindset, remember when we first got in the industry, was pretty much taken from like car sales, you know, uh, insurance sales. And it was like, you know, sign up now, bells and whistles, you know, here we go, do it or I'm taking it away. You know, all the different clauses, puppy dog sale, you know, puppy dog clothes, you know, the, you know, the president's clothes, all these things that they do, right? Um, but in sales technique, but for us in my school, and I know yours, we're saying, here's what we have to offer. It's life changing. We, we want you to understand. Let me explain why it's going to change your life. And then just push it across the table and say, the rest is your choice. We want you to want to be here. And we kind of almost wait for them. And, and uh, you know, that's why you do well with your three-day process. For us, we'll go for the sale. We're not overly aggressive. We'll try to sign them up. If they say no, then we just pull back on it. And we say, okay, let's do this process and get to know each other a little. Let's, let's actually see if we're worth dating kind of process. Yeah, and I think the only incentive that we have to sign up before their, their free trial uh, is that we have the registration fee. So rather than a $100 registration fee, it will be $50 bucks, uh, by signing up early, uh, meaning right. that, you know, they ha by, by their fourth day of their second week, you know, um, they have to sign up. Otherwise, they're going to pay the $100 registration fee the next week if they want to, you know, come in and do it. So other than that, I mean, there's, that's the only takeaway or incentive, if you will, um, so now that's the that's the intro process, you know, with regards to we've already done our marketing, they've come in, we get them in, they do the follow-ups. Let's just kind of back up a little bit. You did say this. Um if they don't show up for a trial, uh we are continually following up with them uh in, in order to try to get them to come in. So for me, uh that is a I consider like I consider those people prospects who right. have not come in. Anybody right. that's come in and actually done one class, I changed them to a lead in my system, and now they're a lead. And and the reason that's important is because anybody, like, here's here's what we do. Anybody that's a lead, we're calling first, meaning if they came to a first class and then they didn't show up for their second one, that's, you know, we're on them. All the leads, or they didn't sign. They came to their fourth class but never came back, you know, or their third class or whatever. Those were, were, were calling basically every single day uh, in order to get a hold of them to see if they want to continue. Prospects, mm -hmm. pe people that didn't show up um, for an appointment. I have a, a filing system or like these boxes that sit on the desk. Um, and I file cabinet boxes or whatever you want to call them, but they're, they're uh, stacked horizontally, and there's five of them, and we start, we do a five-phone call process. So they start number one, and we call them. They go to number two, we call them. They go to number three, we call them. And, of course, we're documenting all of that. Once we have uh, five phone calls to them, you know, we're not going to call them forever because there's other individuals that we have to call. Um, but in order of, and, and uh, of course, they're still getting, if we have their email address, they're still getting emails from us because I do a blog post daily. Um, or if there's like a special, like right now for our Karate for Christmas, we sent them a Karate for Christmas postcard. 
um, you know, that type of stuff. So they're still getting marketed to. But um, I do five phone calls, and then, you know, I put them into my Entreport system. Uh, you know, we, we, we log all those calls in there, and then we actually take that telephone inquiry sheet and we shred it because at this point there's it, all the information is in Entreport anyways. There's no reason to keep it. Um, unless they call us back and we start a new, you know, a new uh, telephone inquiry sheet with them. But primarily our leads are our most important. We're getting on the phone call for our leads first. Then we're moving to our prospects second. And then when we have time, because we don't always have time, but when we have time, we move to our suspects third. So our suspects are um, people that have, and we get to them, but uh, just sometimes it takes a little time, especially for us because we, we like right now I have about 950 suspects that we're going through and the reason I have those is because um, birthday parties every weekend you know usually we're pretty decent about following up that same week but the problem is this is a heavy time for us because we have our field trips and so the bulk I would say probably 700 of those 950 people or maybe even 750 of them are all field trip people that we're following up on Mm. And so, I, you know, those are suspects for us. Those are like cold calls for us. They all got a two-week free pass when they came in, um, and they didn't call us, or they did. You know, if they did call us, they immediately moved to the prospect list, you know. But otherwise, we're following up on them. But I just I – I thought it was important that everybody know that there's an order on, on, of importance on calling people. Your leads are most important. So that's, for me, that's somebody that's come in and done a trial, even just one class. We've got to follow up, follow up, follow up. Second important is the prospects, people that have gotten a hold of you through your, um, you know, your website or they've walked in you know, off the street to, to sign up for a trial or they've done a phone call to you. Those are your second important. And then your third are your suspects or your cold call people, the people that you have gotten their information, but they, they didn't initially search you out. You actually did things to get them to get you get the information, such as birthday parties or parents' night outs or whatever. Um, you know, they, they weren't necessarily looking for karate, but I wanted the, the listeners to understand that there should be an importance uh, and um, who you call first and how you work it. Right, right. And you know what's important? I like what you're saying, too, as far as rules. You know, I basically call them business rules. And we have to have a series of rules, and we talk about this all a lot, or I do, at least, you know, about what do I do if what happens? You know, X happens. What do we do if X, Y happens? You know, and we need to have a process that we go into. The biggest problem with our business is that school owners themselves are either a one-man show or they're just learning how to have employees, and the employees aren't fully trained, so um, they start to to have, you know, things where it's okay to have a system, and, and, and the industry coaches tell you, have a system for this, have a system for that. Most of the time, these guys have all these systems, and none of them are really working to the fullest, or they're not even going into the system and utilizing it. It's okay to have systems if you're using them, but if not, then I would rather you throw them away and not even bother doing them halfway. You know, so I love your rules. You know, this is what we do if someone signs up. Here's the checkbox. Make sure we do the billing, the the credit, the card, the this, the that, the uniform, the welcome to the family packet. It's a system. All those boxes get checked so that there is no room for error. Um, the, the worst feeling in the world probably for you and I, and you could tell me yes or no, is when we have a system, it's in place, and it, something falls through the crack, and a customer says, well, I never got my DVD, or I never got yes. my welcome. And 
I'm going, that's impossible. This is a, this is a system. It had to have been checked off. Well, oh, my team member, well, I didn't have it at the time. And, you know, things fall through the cracks, and it annoys me so much. It's almost like someone, and I, I hate to use this as an example, McDonald's, you know, they open up their, take the first bite of their burger, and the burger's missing <laughs> because the guy forgot yeah. to put it you know, there's a system even in the McDonald's where they have a tray, from what I hear, that on the tray it has a piece of paper, put on the bun, take out the burger, slide the bun over, put the burger on, put on the ketchup, slide it to this section, boom, 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 and then fold it over, wrap it up, boom, and it's done. So that they never, it's, it, you know, it's mindless, it's brainless, and it becomes habitual, right? So, yeah. so that's like what you said about having those systems, having those rules are so important. Like, for example, um, you know, we have verify call before and send email reminder, um, you know, verify the day of. If they show up, greet them as if they were the president of the United States. Explain the procedures and start the trial class. Um, you know, start our sales process. While student is in the class, talk to the parent, or if it's an adult, do after. Um, number, th number three or three A on that is go through the membership options with the parents. Um, and then if they don't show up, we have a little graph going to the right. If they don't show up, um, put back into our trial class call system, which is our binder like you have and you know, in the computer. Uh, continue to make calls until rescheduled. Um, send a predetermined series of emails and mailers and you know, letters. That, you know, that's something predetermined. That's another set of rules. If someone doesn't show like you do, they go back in the funnel. They go back into Entreport, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, right? absolutely. So pretty powerful, you know, when you're organized like this, it becomes really, really much more of a, a real professional sales process. Hey, check this out. I have a sales pyramid that I got years ago from, from sales, you know, uh, professionals. And the sales pyramid basically says that, you know, looking at 100% potential sales, the pyramid at the ultimate peak, the apex of the pyramid, um, if you broke it into five different sections, the top 3% of the people are interested in buying. Uh, the only way they wouldn't is if you sucked so bad and you, you were mean to them and, and you, you, know, you made a mistake. You, everything you did, you did wrong. They're going to then change their mind. But the 3% come in going, I'm ready to purchase. You know, I want a car. I want a, I want a TV. Just be nice to me and, and package it nice and get me in and out of the store real quickly. Those 3% are the buying now. Right below that in the next section are open to purchase. Their mind is open. All they need for you to do is treat them the right way, sway them in that direction, they're going to purchase. Um, the next three sections are 30% in increments, right? 30% of the people are not thinking about it. They, they came there. They were at a birthday party. They were recommended by a friend. They drove by one day, and boom, they stopped in and made an appointment. Um, the other 30% is, I don't think I'm interested. These are the ones that always are negative to everything. Like, they'll, they'll shop for a television 27 times. Like me, uh, when I bought my Viper, a $120,000 car, um, it took me years before I, you know, I was willing to take the jump. You know, I had the money. I said, once I have the money, I'll buy it. Um, that, that year I went in, the guy treated me like crap. I'm like, if he's going to treat me like crap, I'm not going to buy this car. And I was looking for an excuse, and I walked out. I did that for four years after that, until finally this guy was like, hey, listen, you're not allowed to test drive it, but my boss has his white viper in the back, and, you know, come on, let's go. He, and he tosses me the keys. I feel like a rock star. And I take out this machine, like, you know, and I'm like, that was it. Sale was done. So he had to just show me what I needed, right? And then the last 30% is definitely not interested. However, you can sell them, but it's going to take a lot of nurturing. So that's the sales pyramid. Well, and and
I was going to say quickly, that other 30% too, uh, if educated correctly, can turn somebody else on to you. They may never, yeah. um, but you could turn them on to you for somebody else. Exactly. That's a great point. Um, they may, and, and when I say they're not interested, they, they pretty much are or else they wouldn't have been in our funnel unless it was like a fair. And as they were walking by, I gave them a pass or I said, hey, I have this fantastic raffle. If all you do is fill out your name and pop it in the box and they just don't want to tell me you're an idiot, leave me alone. So they fill it out you right. know, and they write Jim Shorts or, you know, Phil McCracken or Benjamin Dover on the thing, right? You know, but they give us a real phone number. Um, anyways, long story short, those people, but you're right. They might say, wow, this guy was the coolest guy. He's a ninjutsu guy. He's a karate guy. He was such a friendly guy at school. He, I heard about him in the past. The neighbor asks about karate. They go, hey, I, I don't do it, but I know of a guy down the road. You know, So you, those 30% are, they could become raving fans. They just not be, might not be raving customers. Right, exactly. So that's, yeah, and that's why your educational marketing is so important. But that's for another call. Um, I think we did a very good job, I don't know about you, on this second call with regards to infrastructure. Um, I, I, I would like to do a part three, and I think we can kind of sum it up in the part three in the next call, but moving into once they become a student, you know, the dating process isn't over. So I think we need to kind of fill that gap as well uh, for, um, for everybody so that we have a strong infrastructure. You game next, uh, next time to do that? Absolutely, but I, you know, I would almost disagree with you. We're going to probably have to wrap it up on, only because uh, we could probably go on and on and on and on about this. Because to be honest, this is the so intricate and so important. We could do a, a you know weeks on this, and we still would only be covering the top of you know or you know scratching the top of the surface. However, that's why you and I do coaching, and that's why we have a program and and all this other stuff. But um, again, to mention the manifesto that we did. Uh, that we were, were giving away for free, it talks a lot about, you know, these different things and how to, get a, how to get your head around all the things that you need to do or do do and so on and so forth. So, um, yeah, let's definitely do next week. Maybe even let's not say we'll cut it off. Let's do it next week and then talk if we have to another week. Okay. All right, yeah, I just want to remind everybody they can get the manifesto by going to the schoolownertalk.com page, and uh, there is the manifesto there also. Um, you can get the uh, 20 mistake video. This is the top 20 mistakes that martial arts school owners make. You can get access to that as well. Um, and, of course, you can subscribe to us on iTunes. Uh, just go to um, schoolownertalk.com, and there's a little button there. You can click to subscribe, or you can search for us on iTunes, School Owner Talk um, on iTunes. And if you have an Android device, you can do the same thing. Go to schoolownertalk.com and get the information on how to um, subscribe via Android. All right, everyone, uh, have a great day. Allie, thank you very much, sir. Great, great call, guys. I'll talk to you soon. Dwayne, thank you. Talk to you soon.